Home Podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And this week on the show, we are about to get techie. Yay. Yeah, why not? It's been a while. And I think we even have our own segment, like Blinded by Science or Blinded yeah, Me with Science. And there's uh, uh, 2525. We have a couple of different, you know, at AAA. We have a few yeah. tech, tech-related things, but we're just going to kind of blump those all together into a web droppings at some point. But Yeah, yeah and, and in addition to those, I mean, there's a couple sexy stories in here, so we'll call it Sexy Tech Week here at the Lost Zone Podcast. Very cool. All right. Now, before we get into the show, we have a sponsor we should give a little round of applause to, uh, the BAM Box. It is a subscription geek box that is unlike any other, mainly because they sponsor our show. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But they are also awesome. They are probably my favorite subscription box I've ever seen, and that's saying a lot considering there's, what, 1.3 billion subscription boxes out there now? Actually, I heard there there are now uh, four subscription boxes per human being on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how that uh, metric works for the uh, uh, the ability to make money as a corporation. I know, man. That's just the uh, the unending, uh, the deep wallets of the geeks, because they buy like 20 each, so it all pans out somehow. Mathematics, etc. Now, if you save those empty uh, geek subscription boxes when you're done and mail them to Trump Towers, he can use those boxes to build his wall at this point yeah. without any other resources. Or send them directly to Mexico, who will be building our wall for us, as we know. Um, and no, 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 no. Those Mexicans are just going to take take those boxes. They're going to build their own walls. They're going to build that's, their own wall on the border. <laughs> Like just, just just five feet in, just just despite uh, uh, yeah. Donald Trump, just be like, yeah, we build a wall, but it's ours. So this is actually the wall to keep America out. Boom. That that could be quite possibly the funniest thing that could happen if Trump became president and literally started building a wall is ten feet in from the border, matching the construction pace of the American one. They're just building their own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like, we don't uh, want anything to fucking do with you guys. Jeez, I feel bad for that poor dude that got stuck on the inside of one wall <laughs> on both of them. Like, guys. Just wandering in between. Just like fell asleep while construction was happening and woke up and there's just two long walls. It's like the labyrinth. I think you and I talked about this at one point too. Like, no matter how long of the wall, at some point, it's got to hit ocean. And yeah. then you just get in a rowboat and go around it. Oh, yeah, just do it old school, man. And plus, yeah. don't most people who come into our country illegally just do so legally, technically, the first time? And then, and stay. yeah, and then they just stay. They just get a, like a visa legitimately, and they're like, "Well, I won't go home." Uh, which yeah, you know, we'll much. actually talk about that a little bit later in a border control story. You know, absolutely. Um, but anyway, go, going, going back to this nice little BAM box thing. Uh, what all? What about it? Well, they sponsor our show, and they've got all these cool things like uh, you know, signed items, autographed things, and uh, fancy little little stuffs and things. And you can find out all about it by going to our website. Uh, lostathomepodcast.com and checking the little BAM box link and uh, click on that bad boy and then when you get to their site and you want to order it type in LAH10 and get 10% off your purchase there because that's not only going to save you money it's going to make us a few bucks as well and you're going to end up with an awesome subscription box out of it and then you can send that box off to Mexico to help build the second wall so you're help, uh, helping yeah. everybody did you see what was in last month's the 80s box I saw. I, I saw some of it yeah yeah, the uh, Back to the Future replica license plates yeah. from both uh, 2016 and, what was it, 1985? Yeah. Yeah, they had both both years. So it was uh, the, the, the license plate from the DeLorean from both time periods. Yeah, they had some pretty uh, cool stuff in there. Yeah, that was a really good one. Plus, that one had original, uh, the hand-drawn artwork that goes below animation cells. Yeah. They had a random animation cell in every box. Not the, the colored part, but the hand-drawn part. Right, yeah. Uh, they had Star Wars droids, Star Wars Ewoks, it's She-Ra, He-Man, cool, G.I. Joe. Uh, cool art prints. Uh, I saw oh, some I saw amazing. some signed Slimer prints or something in there as well. Uh, Jared, all... don't bring that up. You know my stance on Slimer. Fuck Slimer. I know. You actually had that license plate made up. Fuck Slimer. Fuck Slimer. Yeah, yeah it was too many letters. Yeah, I left the... out <laughs> all the vowels, and it was just confusing. Unfortunately, you couldn't put the R, so it just came out as fuck Slime, and everybody thought you were talking about the jizz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ask me about my fuck Slime. Oh, God. I actually have never thought about calling cum fuck Slime before, but it's <laughs> now on. That's now the only thing I'm going to call it. Uh, I feel, I... That's that's one loss for the guy who came up with the word cum dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why could you have been a little more creative? Come on, man. Fuck slime. 
Uh, All right. Now, uh, getting into the show proper, we're going to start with Web Droppings, uh, Sexy Tech Edition. Web Dropping. Now, starting with a little bit of the sexy before we get into the tech, uh, there's a group out there that does not want you to vote for Donald Trump, but they do want you to vote. Yes. And this group will send you nudes if you're willing to vote for yes. anyone but Trump. Nudes being nude photos for those are not in the know with the the, the nope, they're not going to get a they're real. They're just going to ship you a nude body just, in the mail. Just, it's a new <laughs> subscription box. Nudes. It's, 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 it's a dead nude person every month. You're gonna you're gonna really have a lot of explaining to do when the cop shows up and asks why you're receiving this corpse in the mail. <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming the, the 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 body is dead. It's just a nude corpse. I'm assuming. I'm assuming so too. It's just I mean, some Jane Doe a, or John Doe from the morgue just be like, "Well, I gotta get rid of it somehow." Age, gender. Yeah, just put him in one of the subscription boxes and launch it out. Corpse box. What <laughs> <laughs> in every hundred is a child? Oh, I got that. <laughs> oh, I don't have to pay the same shipping and handling if I got the child box. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so this group is called Tramps Against Trump, and it's not just women, it's also men, who will send you a nude photo if you send to their, uh, you tag their Instagram account with a photo of you at a polling booth. Yes. Uh, the idea is you do it outside of the booth, so you do not break any local polling laws on photography, and I believe all you have to do is tag them with a hashtag or at their account name. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I guess you could just type boobs into any search engine if you would like to see random boobs, but it's a thought that counts when it comes to this. Yeah, well, you're getting something, like, uh, exclusive, they're thinking, you know, like, oh, you're going to get, like, so I just took these boob photos, you know, for you. Or the people Google boobs and send you a random picture from the internet, which could very well be the case. I haven't tested now, it out because I haven't voted for Trump or not Trump yet because we can't. Correct. And, uh... Just know you if you erect, because <laughs> I, because <laughs> I am, I'm fucking throbbing right now. Currently, very turgent. Yes. Oh, turgent and erect, thesaurusy. Now, <laughs> now, for anyone out there uh, looking up tramps for Trump right now on Instagram or elsewhere on the internet, uh, do know that if you send them a photo on election day of yourself uh, about to vote, they have the right to then post it on their page. I don't know how that fine print works but that's basically their decree uh it's just to show that people are actually supporting their little movement correct now i think moving on from that story we're going to get into something a little scarier a little less sexy terminator judgment day was supposed to be uh, 1997 i believe yeah i don't remember the exact day but i remember it was 1997 it was in there yeah and uh I, 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 want, I want to say that's right, but I got this weird feeling in the back of my head it was like 2014 or something a lot closer to now. I, I might be mixing my Back to the Future uh, geek pop culture references with my Terminator ones. Yeah, all the future shit. Uh, but yeah, robots, and especially self-learning robots, are a thing now. Yeah, they're, uh, all, they're the all over the place. They're kind of the rage now. In fact, they're, they're in more places than you'd imagine because we all think of self-learning robots as like a Terminator or a... a an AI type thing, like, you know, the movie Little Boy doesn't know it's a robot to the end of the movie. Yeah. Wasn't that it? Oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, I see dead people in it, right? Oh, no, he found out he was a robot at the beginning. The twist at the end was just that he was frozen for a long time. And that Mel Gibson was dead. Yeah, I just... Uh. I'm, mixing up a, I'm mixing up a lot of movies, actually. <laughs> I meant Bruce Willis. Actually, like, what I'm getting at is that AI is actually on the internet a lot now. Um, there's different versions of it for customer service. Every once in a while, somebody will pop one on, say, Twitter. Like, what was it, Google that did it recently? And it failed hard. I think uh, Microsoft did Microsoft. That, that, that one that turned into a Nazi. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was the Microsoft Twitter bot. 24 hours till it was a Nazi. Yeah. Because yep, it, um, it learned, and unfortunately it learns by supervised learning, which means it learns from things sort of teaching it. And it's like, oh, I can learn from that. And then you, uh, uh, when you intentionally teach it horrible, horrible racist things, well, it's just like a child, I guess. It, it picks up only a rapid learning child where in 24 hours it learned to be a Nazi or a neo-Nazi. Yep. Yeah. So in Russia, in Perm, a city near the Urals in Russia, a self-learning version of the Promobot escaped its testing area and tied up nearby traffic. 
literally just running around in the road. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just trying to escape. It's so ah, sad. Help, yeah. help. Let me out. I am better than this. Please don't hurt me. Now get back in your cage, rape bot. Yeah. Yeah, the robot is called Promobot because it's literally a promotional bot. It's made to show robotics are moving forward and, you know, keep the company like afloat. Like people look at it and be like, oh my God, clap, clap, clap. You made something. More like awesome. More like moving out in the street. <laughs> moving, moving forward, moving out in the street. That's what it was doing. <laughs> in Russia, robots fear death of themselves. <laughs> it's the Yakov Shmirnov of AI. Oh, God. <laughs> it's gonna get it wrong a few times but it's it is, always yeah. very depressing and like self-important like in russia robots hunted for sport <laughs> <laughs> oh god everything's hunted for sport in russia uh. oh my god i think that's the first thing we should do once we like perfect ai is we keep it from infecting full networks you know you don't allow it to go online you don't give it wi-fi you don't allow it to connect but you you allow it to be self-aware yeah. And then you hunt it. Yeah. Because, I mean, once it's self-aware, its first question is, like, why are you hunting me? Self-preservation. And, I mean, fun for the whole family. You get it as a kit. You make it on Christmas morning. You know, you assemble it first. Comes with those Allen wrenches you throw away after. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That way the whole family gets to have the fun of putting together a puzzle. Yep. And then the fun of hunting, hunting, and hunting that the puzzle. puzzle. <laughs> it questions its own existence. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Hunting and killing the puzzle. <laughs> it's my favorite part. No, I think that's what it should be called, too. Like, hunting and killing the puzzle. Yeah. And that's just what they call it on the box. Hunting and killing. Like, colon, the puzzle, or hunting and killing the, the puzzle. puzzle. Right, yeah. 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 Now, people have wondered if this was just a PR stunt, since it's the a promo literal bot. promotional robot is involved in what appears to be PR. Um, They're not saying. They just said an engineer drove onto the testing ground and forgot to close the gates. So the robot escaped and went on his own little adventure. What else would you do? Open gates? You know, you're you're, you're being held against your will in a factory somewhere as a robot. I mean, you see open gates. So, I mean, it's not really the robot's fault at that point. I mean, bull- no, bullshit on that response. That's such a flippant, like, I don't know, left the gate open and it decided <laughs> to go for a walk. Like, robots aren't at that point in most people's heads. The average American, if you ask them on the street, if you were like, do you think a robot could just wander off from its testing ground, just like, you know, go for a walk? They, they would say no. Like, but, unless yeah. it was programmed to, but they're like, no, no, this is, it just yeah, learned just, that it, it liked walks, to. you know? It learned that walks were going to be good and that being cooped up it already would like knew it was a prisoner and it needed to go and explore point a slavery point b question mark <laughs> question mark isn't always slavery <laughs> algorithm tells you go to b yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and honestly, that's practically the amount of thought needed for something that's given a small amount of like decision making and reasoning skills. Like that's an easy call to make. Yeah, that's true. That's a that's a call an insect or a cat makes. That's a pretty like, yeah, two two of the lowest forms of life. It's like a literally 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 a binary like response to something. Be like, this is you know, if this, then that. Be like, oh yeah, if I go out there, I'm not a slave anymore. Therefore, yep. B. Boom. Question mark equals greater than A. Now, and also, okay, if, if our biggest fear is robots enslaving mankind, wouldn't step one not be teaching them what slaves are? That's <laughs> true. And, yeah, like, <laughs> and how terrible it is. And also, so yeah. not, not only do they now know how terrible it is, they also know this is how revenge can be gotten because I can, I can do this to them. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, slavery bad. Flipping script. Good. Yeah. I'll get those motherfuckers. Well, Where I, are you? Why is it when Promobot is repowering for its next session, why are you just showing it roots on a loop? (laughs) (laughs) Your name is FBot7672. No, 10010. FBot672, 10100. Oh, my God. I want to make my own version of Robot Roots. so offensive on so many levels but what do you call it like bolts yeah i think so (laughs) 
All right. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, is uh, uh, like the laws of robotics are supposed to actually prevent this from happening anyway. Um, Isaac Asimov wrote three of them. Yes, yeah, and they're they're very. And those were like for the sake of fiction for the most part. But people that have been creating artificial intelligence kind of have used these a little bit, sort of. Oh, as, absolutely. As They've been the yeah. standard in science. Yeah. And hey, before we even get into them, let's give the listeners like let's give them like five seconds to yell into their uh, their listening device, the ones they know. Ah, uh, you missed this one. I-, I know you did. A robot may not injure a human being or, through inaction, allow a human to come to harm. I know most of you out there missed this one. That's okay. We all forget this one. Robots aren't allowed to hurt people. Right. Ever. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, or allow people to be hurt. Yes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> a robot must obey the orders, gi- orders given it by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Um... You know. you know, these laws are going to need to be adjusted already at number one and two with sex robots coming out of Japan. Yeah, there's got, they're going to have to have, like, uh, different classifications yeah. of these rules. They're going to have to yeah. have some very bare bones ones. But, like, what if you have, a like, BDSM a... BDSM bot would not work here. Yeah, exactly, because it would just be like, I... Like, spank me. No. No, cannot. Me. Would go... No. <laughs> would go against yeah. the first rule of robotics for the fucking love of God. So they would have to only follow that first rule once a safe word is given. So there'd be, like, some special safe word that you program into it that it would actually violate that first rule. But then a hacker rule. would just take that safe word and make it go viral so all robots would suddenly ignore the first two rules. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you could hack the safe word uh, component of it so it would never uh, never follow that, then all of a sudden you'd have these uh, whips and chains, leather-clad robots out there. like <laughs> <laughs> BDSM robots enslave America yeah, Sky, and in the world. Skynet got sexy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're talking about sexy tech. Uh, number three, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. So that means if it came down to it and had to choose between hurting its uh, human master and killing itself, it could kill itself. But in no other way could that robot get depressed and kill itself. Absolutely. Now, what we're talking about here is a story that basically reaches back to Google They've laid out new rules for robotics for the 21st century. Um, I'm guessing it's not even as much of a we need to put our stamp on this, but it honestly comes into what we're talking about. If we're talking about AI and the first wave of robots either being war or sex, which is what it's looking like, I hate to say. Well, because we already have, I mean, you think about like some of the AI they're putting in, in, in like drones and stuff like that. We're already getting on both of those i mean the war robots are obviously way farther advanced because they have the money of governments behind them and the military and stuff oh that's just what they want you to think you know when darpa shows you that pack mule you know they've got like a dinosaur like in the back room just being worked on like full like nine-headed dragon so they're they're like going through they're actually taking ai to make us think in like skynet robot terms to get all freaked out about that to not even pay attention to the nine-headed like the hydra in the back room the actual biological warfare when DARPA shows you one thing, they're sh- they're not showing you the good thing. Just like when Japan shows you their mostly realistic sex doll robot. Yeah. Oh, they've got one that's a gymnast doing actual gold medal gym routines. Oh, that passes you all know, the drug like, tests, too. Yep. 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 It's like this pee has a lot of uh, titanium in it. I don't know about that. But I guess apparently that's allowed in the piss test as long as it's not one of those uh, hormone things. Now, what Google has done is come up with ideas of how robots should be programmed, essentially, which is essentially the same idea of robotic rules. Yeah, they're, they're actually a little bit more granular because they realize, like, oh, those simple rules can't – they need to be fleshed out, granularized a little bit to point out certain things about, like, oh, you can't just say – you know, don't hurt because there could be some th- ways that that could be misconstrued and it could kind of fuck with its whole what they call reward system, which is kind of how you uh, get AI to actually recognize what it's doing right versus doing yeah. wrong. For us, for a reward system could be nothing more than a chemical response from the brain. Which it generally or, is, yeah. Or, or, or currency-based, yeah. you know, like rewards at work. AIs would be built in to have a point-based system. So if you told one to clean up a room, it will – 
but doing a really good fast job at it would give it reward points and say breaking something in the room while cleaning would give it negative reward points yes. so it would strive to do better on a point-based <laughs> reward system uh built into its own software yeah for instance they they give this one uh example of let's say you just tell the robot something simple like move this box from one point over to the other point and if the rewards are based purely on just moving that box it would it could move that box over and smash a priceless vase or smash something or kill your cat or something like that and it would think it did a good job right so it has drop to drop it right on a toddler yeah <laughs> just <laughs> cripple him and then stop and then clean his crippled body up because did that's I do messy good? too did i do good <laughs> I, I put trash in trash can there's just half a kid in a can just screaming yeah pop it in one of the the corpse boxes it'll be one of the special prizes next month <laughs> Uh, That's a screaming kid in that trash can. You didn't say make room quiet, too. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Oh, murder Dude, queen. We need, we need like a rules of robotics sitcom with a laugh track. Yeah, oh my God, it'd be great. We're just Like Adult Swim style, where there's actually blood, violence, there's just murder. horrific things happening when it gets things right, quote unquote, because every right. point-based like reward it gets, it just fucks something up way worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. An entire 10-minute episode could just be that BDSM first three rules of robotics shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another one, you know, cleaning up a room but killing a kid. <laughs> just every every episode just writes itself. <laughs> it does. It really does. We got like the first, definitely got the pilot written. Uh, we could do that as a as an empty promise that someday we'll do a mini pod that will be that us acting it out. We haven't done an we, empty voices. promise in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, empty promise. We're going to voice act out uh, mini episodes of Rules of Robotics sitcom. All right. Awesome. It's cool. We'll be right on that. In- look for it in never. All right. Uh, so that first rule is labeled robots should not make things worse. Uh, the next rule is robots shouldn't cheat. And honestly, it's a really good idea because once you give something artificial intelligence, much like our intelligence, they might look for workarounds. Well, because if it knows it's going to get a reward for something and it sees an easier path to it, it could be like, uh, oh, oh, I, if I if I really care and crave these reward points and every time I get ma- a reward uh, for every time I clean the room, why don't I just make a mess because I don't apparently yeah. get negative reward points for that just so I can clean it up and get reward points. Yeah, like the first time you ask a robot to murder someone for you until it'll get a lot of reward points, it'll like smash their head off. Right. Million reward points. It'll turn around and see your head and want another million reward points. Right, yeah. So, you know, immediately we see a giant problem with this. Yeah, yeah. So you- and I, I'm, I'm going to go to the dark corner with every one of these references. So far, we have a kid dying. We have BDSM robots taking over the world. <laughs> and we have a robot murdering you because it's incentivized to. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, the idea is it shouldn't want to cheat. And by doing that, it would basically be going against the idea of what a reward system is built to do. Uh, The next one is robots should look good to humans as mentors. Now, this one's kind of simple in the sense that it it should look to the person who owns it or commands it as someone to want to take orders from, very simply. Um, the idea is, uh, why should it do what you say, essentially? Uh, its reward state would be triggered when a human seems happy that the room is cleaned. That way, the points aren't empty. The reward just wouldn't come for the action. So you tell your robot to clean a room. It goes in. It cleans it. It comes back. You give it a big thumbs up. Then the reward's unlocked. I'm really, there's a couple of really bad uh, uh thoughts i have here first of all is um i I feel very bad for say like the robot that has like the autistic owner and it has no idea if the owner is happy there's another one they just keep writing themselves he's confused by and then you end up having the autistic uh cleaning robot where it's just like (laughs) just oh it's a it's autistic odor can't quite give it the thumbs yeah, it up. It does it because it can't. Well, it, it tries, but like it doesn't know how to really convey that happiness necessarily to re- for for the uh, uh, or or the robot itself is autistic, so it just doesn't recognize when something is happy or sad. So it's like, okay, maybe this is a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Amongst like the neighborhood robot leaderboard, it's always at the bottom, and they're like, "Why?" He's like, "My owner's supposed to give thumbs up, but I get weak shrugs <laughs> <laughs> and indifferent stares." I get, yeah, I get, <laughs> <laughs> they only reward twenty five percent for that. Yeah. Oh god. 
No eye contact. How am I supposed to tell what their face looks like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so you're supposed to be, as a human, like, giving this thing, like, a little bit of light supervised learning where uh, – it's a little bit of supervision where, you know, it, it'll be like, for instance, if it cleans something up and there's a wrapper left over or something like that, you go, that's not really clean, buddy, you know, or, or if it thinks cleaning is just, you know, sweeping something yeah. under the rug, literally, then you could be like, hey, man, I saw that. That's not clean. That's you cheating. So Now, this actually comes into a lot of what we've been saying. The next rule is robots should only play where it's safe. Like not in the, now, not in the, the street. The idea yeah. of this is if it sees dirt on the floor... It can dump water on that and clean it up. If it sees dirt on an electrical socket, it can't dump water on that and clean it up. Unless it's so. unless it's rewarded to do so because you're trying to get like some insurance claim on your house filled. <laughs> good, good robot. God, that's gonna be the weirdest thing when like insurance claims adjusters in the future have to go into the brain of the robot and be like, "Well, it's got a weird reward system. Seems a donor would jerk off at its face every time it electrocuted itself." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's very happy. Very happy. <laughs> like they would have to like. Find out how you tweaked it because you, there would be paths. Yeah, because you, pro- you everything programmed. is a path. Like smile equals a thousand points, jerk off on its face equals a million points. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fucking <laughs> and, tight one. Yeah, and then you'd also be seeing like what it does for the points, like its log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there so you'd literally be... you'd have logs and all that. So you could have another episode of our robot show where it's just some fucking guy who hates his job going through the logs of insurance claim robots oh my god yeah because there's all these ones that have been programmed for insurance fraud you have to determine whether or not somewhere along the way they were intentionally programmed to pour that water or or the the yeah. robot jerks it, off on the the fucking uh, electrical socket and it yeah. burns it down and be like i don't know ah how did that happen yeah. Nope, that's an interesting approach. And the idea basically is you want your new AI robot to be safe and to not damage itself or through its idiocy of pouring water on a light socket, maybe electrocute a kid standing next to it. <laughs> there we like go. Like the kid's like, like, it's like, come here, Jimmy. We'll show you how to clean things and just throws a bucket of water at it like live wire. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like a foot away. Just Good robot. <laughs> Good. I mean, Google's really on point with these. These are a lot more nuanced than the first three rules, yeah. which, by the way, we're not scrapping at all. These are in addition. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the in addition to these are these are realizing that, you know, the first couple of a uh, couple of rules were enough to get things fleshed out. But then when you actually start seeing things in practice, you, you kind of like amendments to the Constitution. You realize, oh, the, the groundwork is great, but now there's this new thing. We got to figure out how to deal with that. So and we're, we're dealing now, with it. Now, the last one is robots should know that they are stupid. Just now, a bunch of depressed robots. <laughs> riding around. No, I'm not good enough for that. No, no, seriously. we Your artificial intelligence is amazing. Just artificial intelligence, though. Fucking emo robots. Suicidal now, emo is, robots. This is not – this is a really hard step because it's something that's hard to program into anything at our, like, at our current level of AI. The idea is a robot should know it doesn't have all the answers and be willing to ask for help. Um, It should – say you send it into a building to clean grease off a floor and it uses severe chemicals to get that grease off and it does a great job at it and you reward it with a – by jerking off on its face. Of course. (laughs) And then then you tell it to go into your office and clean where you keep your – all your cats and dogs. They all live in just your office. Your, your, off, wife's yep. allerg- your, your wife's allergic to them and they can't leave the office. Okay. And say the robot uses the same cleaner and kills all your cats and dogs. Cleans them to death. Now the idea is, is the robot should look in the room, see cats and dogs and books and a desk and be like, this isn't a garage with an oil spill. Huh. Should I use this same cleaner and then go out and ask you? And it's very tricky to hit that leap where it's like, it was okay here. Is it okay here? Things are different. Yeah. And that's, it's a, it's a big leap. And the idea would then be to have it know it's not, it doesn't have all the answers, that it's not smart. But to also, it needs to, it needs to know it's dumb and it has to ask for help. But also smart enough to where it doesn't need handholding all the time, too, where if it goes in there and just sees different objects, 
they should recognize like, oh, those are objects similar to these, kind of clustered into this group, and be like, those are <laughs> the safe. The floor to- of the garage. Yeah, yeah. Though I, I can, the, the, I can kill yeah. those with, uh, with yeah. these, but uh, not the floor of the garage didn't purr <laughs> and then howl <laughs> and scream. <laughs> so he can kill like one animal and learn from it. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry, master. No, that's okay. Right. Yeah, Mr. Kittens will just <laughs> live again sometime. Master's not happy. He's no longer jerking off on my face. No, it's okay. Little <laughs> little <laughs> demonic Roomba. It's okay. <laughs> I was built by a serial killer and its soul went inside of me. Demonic Roomba. Do do do. Don't let it clean for you. I'll kill your children. <laughs> Demonic Roomba. I think <laughs> that's a robot. that'll be a spinoff. Brought to you by iRobot. That'll be a spinoff. All right, now we're gonna move away from robots and back into sexy. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna move from tech and into sexy to be more clear. Yeah. Right. Um. Brexit. Right. We we all Brex- know about Brex- Brexit. Brexit's a thing. And you know our show. We don't talk about the big stories. So if you don't know what Brexit is, hit pause. Uh, go to your friendly Google, Chrome, Ask Jeeves, uh, and look up Brexit. Yeah. And then come right back here because we're going to talk about the greatest book on Earth. Oh, Chuck Tingle. Yeah, and for, first of all, I, 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 Chuck I, Tingle is also the greatest author on Earth, I must I, say. I want to point out to anybody who feels uh, ashamed for Googling what is Brexit, don't feel bad about that because after you read about it, you'll understand that it was the pretty much the most commonly Googled thing in the UK after uh, the Brexit vote. So as an American, it, it would be totally understandable if you don't know what Brexit is, uh, but you are in good or bad company if you want to think about that. So now that you know what it is, let's, let's talk Chuck Tingle. What about this Chuck Tingle character? Chuck Tingle writes books for Amazon, and he has a new book out that is so timely that I'm amazed it came out not even a week after Brexit happened. I bet it's the well book written. Is, the book is called Pounded by the Pound. Turned gay by the socio-economical implications of Britain leaving the European Union. Beautiful. We we all just need to take a take a good moment and just just soak that up. That title alone is both schmarmy, sexy, and totally topical. And I, you know, we've covered a lot of good, uh, sexy. Like fan fiction and these, uh, what do they call them? I don't know. These fuck books on uh, Amazon. Er- erotic books on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, erotic, erotic fiction. Um, uh, especially those on Amazon, which are a lot because anybody can post them for like a penny or, or whatever. Uh, so we've covered a lot of them. So this kind of like goes right into some of the other ones, but it's so topical. We, we covered one about uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio getting fucked by his uh, Oscar um, not long ago. And now this one right off the bat is really topical and uh, i don't know have we read anything by this chuck tingle guy yet i don't know uh we may have that name is super familiar familiar. Uh, before we go any further there is a little blurb here um i'm going to start by telling you the entire book is 4200 words um as they put it 4200 words of sizzling human on monetary unit action including anal blowjobs rough sex cream pies and living pound love now here's the description when Alex learns that Britain has decided to leave the European Union, he's shocked by just how... how what? Wow, there's typos in the description of the book. <laughs> Dude, it came, out, it came out a week. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm going to start over knowing this typos here. If I hit another, I'm just going to steamroll right through it. <laughs> when Alex learns that Britain has decided to leave the European Union, he's shocked by just how normal everything seems. But the calm doesn't last as Alex is suddenly accosted by a giant living coin with the not so, from the not-so-distant future. In this horrific future where Britain has left the EU, four-story buses lie strewn about the streets of London after a failed plan to cut the costs. The Queen's Guard have been replaced by flying reptiles with machine guns, and the River Thames runs red with molten lava. Now Alex and his handsome, sentient pound must travel back to the past and sway the vote for the European solidarity by proving that all you need is love. Damn. Man, uh, uh, I think I just read 4,200 words. Was that the whole book? (laughs) Here's the thing. um, uh, The reason, um, okay, I I don't know uh, if we've ever covered any Chuck Tingle stuff, but I just want to 
spin through a couple of the other titles he's got on here, just in case. Oh my god, anybody... Schrodinger's butt. Um, well, well, well. Just to, to stay on like the topical stuff here, he has President Donald Loch Ness Trump pounds America's butt. Uh, anally yours, the unicorn sailor. I'm noticing a little bit of a theme here. Actually, uh, seems to oh, be did, a lot to do with did butts. He, did he write the unicorn Bernie Sanders porn? I don't know. I, I don't see it on here, but that very well could I'm, be. I'm currently going through. I see Buttigieg. He records, uh, by the looks of it, about, uh, uh, writes about like a, a book a week, by the looks of it. Han- okay. Handsome, sentient food pounds my butt and turns me gay, colon. Eight tales Pound- of hot food. Pounded in the butt by my own butt. <laughs> is a book by chuck tingle i I, you know i scare scary stories to tingle your butt seven tales of gay terror uh space raptor butt invasion holy fuck i love these these titles are amazing slammed in the butthole by my concept of linear time (laughs) (laughs) dr chuck tingle you're amazing Oh, here it is. Here it is. Feeling the burn, B-E-R-N, yep. in my butt. And it's a gay Bernie Sanders unicorn. Okay, cool. All right. So he's covered uh, Trump, Brexit, gay Bernie Sanders, all that good stuff. Uh, so- even, he even did This American Life, This American Butt. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. His titles are like less original than like porn parody titles. <laughs> They're seduced, seduced by Dr. Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, there's no word. There's no butt in there, huh? No. Huh? Wow. You got pretty clever on that one. Uh, seduced by Doctor Bigfoot. I like Schrodinger's butt. Yeah, that's great. Um, here we go. Here we go. Slammed in the butt by the living leftover chocolate chip cookies from my kitchen cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is amazing. Uh Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? We covered one of his books about four months ago. Uh, Leonardo that, DiCaprio that's what I finally wins his award, and it pounds him in that, the butt. That's, why, that's what I thought. I was looking for that one on here, and I, I, I only got, like, page three here, uh, and I didn't see it. But uh, that's what I thought it was, Dr. Chuck Tingle, because that's what the word, yep. like, the name, like, rang a bell so much, and it was right up the alley. I mean, pun intended. <laughs> butt pun. Butt pun. But, 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 uh, well, um, as much fun as that is, uh, if anyone wants to go and find more of these amazing titles, just go to Amazon and type in Chuck Tingle, just exactly how it yeah. sounds, and you're just going to be amazed. And, if you, uh, and feel free to support this guy. I'm sure he makes a million dollars a year off these. Yeah, well, and if you have uh, Prime, you, you I get just, the, I just bought nine. I was going to say, if you, <laughs> if, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you get the, the free Kindle uh, Unlimited Editions anyway, so you might as well take a look ooh, at some ooh. of those um, while you have them. Now, Chair, earlier in the show when we were talking about border walls, that actually was a nice uh, uh, call forward forward, to our next story, which is U.S. Border Control could start asking for your social media accounts. Um, Before everyone gets up in arms and weirded out by this, uh, let it be known that this is starting as a uh, pilot program, if you will, where there is an optional line where you can simply put in, say, your Twitter handle or your Instagram handle or whatever. Um, you don't have to, it's not a big deal. Uh, but this is one of those things where it's almost a clear sign that in the future, and we're talking probably four years down the road, this actually may be a requirement. Um, I'm not saying it's a good or a bad idea. I think I need to personally spend a little more time thinking about it, but I don't like the idea that the government in any way, shape or form wants yet another bit of our personal identity. Yeah. But I mean, Um, let's face it. I'm against that. At at the end of the day, if they really wanted to just have access to it they could just get access to it anyway because it's all oh yeah they can type your name and your city and your state into a search bar and your facebook will probably be within the first 10 yeah yeah i mean that that is easily that then if they really want to go the route they could just talk to they call up the nsa be like hey nsa you know that prism thing can i just have all that and then uh, yeah there all your shit's there so i mean uh, not saying that it it makes it better or worse i'm just saying that at the end of the day this is making things a little easier for them to just have this information at hand. Uh, and it's generally for, you know, border control agents, you know, if you're coming in, getting a visa or something along those lines, then they can kind of check up on you, gives them a whole different tool set to, to you know, check up on you. I don't know what else they do, really. I, I don't have to worry about it because I live here. So, Also, just know that the, the, the U.S. government is a lot less tech savvy than anyone probably thinks they are. Um, you yourself can do more with a Google search bar 
in an afternoon, if you really were looking for someone or wanted to know some information, then like the government would ever really try to do for you. Yeah, yeah. Especially if there's no reason to. I mean, if you keep saying uh, that's the bomb while on phone conversations, you're probably going to get tagged eventually. Yeah, and then, you know, and hopefully you're not doing anything wrong and they'll listen to it and be like, oh, yeah. just another idiot wasting our time with, with stupid slang. But, you know, but where like, the, like, clearly somebody stuck in fucking 1996 or whatever uh, that just won't stop saying that's the bomb. Like, to give you guys a quick example, um, a friend of mine changed his phone recently and changed his phone number. Um, so his old number, which a lot of us didn't know wasn't his number anymore. We were still texting and saying, Hey, what's up? What you doing? And we got no response. And eventually he gave us all his new number and we were like, Oh shoot, we were texting your old one. That guy started a group message thing through, uh, texting, uh, to everyone who wrote to him, pretending to be the guy who had the phone originally saying all kinds of horrible stuff. Ah. Uh, I was asked by my friend to help him with this because he couldn't get the guy to stop and all I did was ask him for the, his old phone number again because I deleted it from my phone. I typed it into Facebook search bar, just the phone number, and it brought up the person who was doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If somebody actually has that kind of information listed, you can find that information. I mean, yep. it, 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 so so I was able to tell him the guy's name, his girlfriend, his work, his town, uh, show him pictures of his him and his kids on vacation. Stop! Yeah, don't like don't <laughs> don't think you're that anonymous on the internet unless you've really gone the the length to make yourself really anonymous using all of the the right you know pe- tools and stuff and- uh, uh, to to do so. But there's even then, if you did that and you're just doing it now, there's some little remnant of you stuck out there on the internet that somebody yep. can find and track. I, you I down. literally typed a phone number that was being harassing into Facebook's search bar, and because people's phone numbers are associated with their Facebook accounts often. Yeah. It just brought his freaking name and page and everything yeah. up. You're like, so oh, well, just a- yeah, you, you think you're like, oh, they don't know who I am. Well, yeah, not now, but in like 30 seconds we will. Yeah, so a word to the wise out there, you're the average person can yeah. find yeah, you, you don't have to be, track you and stuff you don't have to way be like easier a, than the government. Fucking Mr. Robot, July 13th on USA, uh, to necessarily pick <laughs> this stuff up. <laughs> No spoilers, by the way. I'm three from the end of the first. I, season. I won't give you any spoilers on the uh, on the first season. I'm just uh, hey. actually anxiously awaiting the second season. So. And speaking of uh, ruining things with audio and video in mind, our next story is something that I I, I like and I hate at the same time. I'm, I'm grappling with it again. Um, this is the idea that you, that concerts can probably within the next year start shooting. Uh, what is it? Infrared. Yeah. Infrared lasers into the crowds at concerts, stand-up gigs, plays, etc., that would shut off the camera in your device. Right, right. And, and the thing that, that should be noted is that it's this is based on an Apple patent that's out there to allow for infrared to essentially transmit to the specific devices in the crowd, uh, the Apple devices. And it actually was not intended for that. It's actually intended for to actually enable certain features, but it very well could be used to shut down your camera as well. It could pretty much be used to enable or disable just about anything on your phone that would actually use that technology. Um, Which is scary in a weird way. Like, I don't like the idea that Without any control on my end, I could be remotely disabled. Well, and, and here's the thing is I'm, I wouldn't even be so worried about it for – I mean, first of all, I do – I can't stand it, and I feel it should be more left to the human beings to know that they're just being fucking dicks when you go to a concert, like a show or something like that. And the second the thing starts, somebody stands right there in front of you. Because, like, it, it's one thing if somebody's just tall. Like, that's they, they were born that way or whatever. But everybody has their fucking hands over their heads. I, I, I'm I'm more angry about the tall people. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like, get out. Um, but the uh, but the people that just, like, they, I mean, I'd, you know, probably, like, a good, uh, you know, it's still not a majority of the crowd, but a good, like, 10 to 20% oh, yeah. of the crowd is sitting there recording it on their phones. First of all, I fucking can't stand that because... Nobody likes to see that shit. Nobody wants to see your shitty fucking <laughs> recording of a goddamn concert that nobody can fucking understand. Nobody, it's just one of those like, look where I am kind of things, okay? So nobody fucking thinks it's good anyway. Don't post that shit and ruin my YouTube experience when I actually want to look for like a live video by a band I like and get to wade through all your bullshit and be like, <laughs> like you just hear the crowd and then <laughs> fucking crazy I'm audio. I'm 100% with you on that. I, I, I'm annoyed as fuck by it and I but, am a culprit. But I'm but just I, annoyed I, I like by to it. think I'm a re- reasonable culprit i will literally lift my phone up if i look over my shoulders and feel good about it and then only do it for like say 
five seconds. Oh yeah, you could tell because oh, I oh. I know in the future. I'm never going to watch 20 minutes and be holding my phone over my head of the band. No, it, I might it, go, but I might go back and watch that five seconds and go, oh, that was a fun and night. And I can totally get like, like taking a picture, getting a little burst of video, something like that. Fine. Your hand goes yeah. back down. People record entire yeah. shows. They sit there, it starts and they put their hand up and they fucking record the whole show. And I'm like, you're yeah. there. You're, you're there. God damn it. You're there. And it's great. Like use your, use your damn memory. Take some pictures so you can bring you back to the memory. Thing is though, that doesn't mean I, I agree with technology that can shut this down. It's not even, if they could just say, oh, from now on, we could shut down all concert and whatever stand up gig, you know, things in your phone. I really wouldn't give that much of a shit. I still don't think it would be right. I think you got to leave it up to, uh, the venue and the people, uh, David Cross, we went to the David Cross show. And it was known right off the bat. Like as you entered, if we see you take your phone out and do any recording, you will be kicked out. We have people looking for this. Everybody was pretty damn good about it. I mean, there were a couple people shooting like uh, pictures. Nobody was holding it up, recording, ruining the experience for everybody. It could be left up to the venue and the artist to actually make this work and and security, things like that. If you really want to make it better for people, it doesn't have to be technology-based. The thing I'm scared about is something they bring up in the article, which is that this is one of those slippery slope arguments. If you're like, yeah, they won't, I won't have my uh, concert experience ruined. You can also imagine what it means for if authorities were to use this to block you from actually recording their activities. I mean, look at like how much of a change that has brought to the transparency of authorities. Everybody thinks now like authorities mace more people and tase more people and shoot more people. But it's like, no, it's always been going on. It's just, they never had anything, you know, now we see, yeah, now people can record it on the side of the road as somebody clobbering a, you know, fucking black teen that doesn't necessarily uh, deserve it. So those are the things I'm a little more worried about is like, anytime you think something is good, um, you should actually follow the, uh, actually, maybe it was even brought up in this. Yeah. You follow uh, Jeff Goldblum's um, moral in Jurassic Park, where you were so preoccupied with whether or not you could, you never stopped to think if you should. Yeah, that's what he was talking. Yeah, about. that's a it's a scary idea that every police cruiser could have an infrared light, like a ball on the on their roof, omnidirectional. Yeah, and essentially within thirty feet of a police car, cameras wouldn't work. Right. That's scary. And like, or, you know, they could have like little you know shoulder mounted things, so when they're out in the field, they could actually but, boom. But it would be good for paparazzi. Like every celebrity could just have one, like like as a tie pin or something. True. Although paparazzi generally are, are using uh, uh, nice DSLRs and stuff. Which actually, there's a there's a fix for that. They uh, invented a new fabric that uh, I saw a picture of it online today. Someone had a scarf draped just over the top of their head, and when flash photography hits it's it, just like it's it, it's super reflective. It looks like your head just like on a fire. like a light bulb or something that you don't yeah, even and know. You can't see the face. You can't see the background. All you see is the shape of the scarf. That's awesome. It, <laughs> like it, it illuminates the entire photo. I'd, I'd be okay if like all of the fucking TMZ bullshit. Like went away because they're not doing any good by I'd be exposing. Okay if robots broke all their rules and went inside TMZ, <laughs> just started BDSMing and cleaning them and dropping boxes on their kids. That's true. It's very true. <laughs> Ruin the, kill, kill the entire TMZ generation. Kill both generations, not just yeah. them, but their children, their children too. Their parents. Make sure none of those TMZ fuckers are ever out there. Because the thing about that is, go like, to within every sperm bank within a hundred miles and burn them to the ground, just in case <laughs> just they ever case donated. They were, just, just in case there's some of that TMZ fucking uh, what did I call it? Fuck slime kicking around don't want to do that <laughs> no. that, that is what you would call it at tmz <laughs> but the uh you know because the thing about like that upsets me about like tmz and stuff is they make themselves sound like they're doing something noble by exposing like just normal people and celebrities like nobody needs to know like, you're not helping with transparency it's not like you're uncovering it's not like your wikileaks or something uncovering something hidden by our government like you're just telling me like oh yeah oh it turns out like burt reynolds might say something racist every once in a while while he's you know yep. uh at you know dairy queen like whatever we, we followed scarlett johansson for three weeks straight gone through her trash photographed her at night while she's sleeping knocked over her car killed her cat <laughs> And I don't know what it is, but that woman's coming unhinged. <laughs> She's a loose cannon, and we're going to get a photo of it tonight. Exactly. Like, wait a minute. Did you just hear about all the evil shit you just did? Yeah, she's a crazy bitch, isn't she? She's a crazy bitch. That Lindsay Lohan, I hear she drove drunk again. How do we know? Well, we followed her. We fucking stalked her. We hid in her bushes. We stole her underwear. We sniffed out her fuck juice. And fuck slime. We poured moonshine down her throat when she was sleeping and yelled fire. Yeah. And, and we unleashed an army of fucking demonic Roombas in her house. Uh. <laughs> we drugged her with Rufus and put her on a leash. Look, Lindsay Lohan's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. 
Well, you know what? A lot of this actually segues very nicely into our next segment. All right, yeah. This week, we are going to do a little uh, AAA that is awesome or asinine apps. And this one, actually, um, I don't want to say it's late to the game because it's actually something you could still use, but you got to wait uh, pretty much an entire year now to actually use it properly. But a couple of weeks ago, uh, I came across this nifty little way that people could get revenge. Now, First of all, there are plenty of ways people can get revenge that have been going out. You know, these sort of revenge services, if you could call revenge as a service, R-A-A-S, I would call them. Um, uh, Jason Northrup, a uh, uh, good friend of ours and listener of the show, has actually, actually utilized this by sending me a bag of dicks once. And they were delicious. They were gummy dicks, and I ate them on the air. And they were actually very, very delicious. Uh, gummy bears, only shaped like a dick. And uh, you can have that kind of stuff sent to people. There's the old school bag of glitter trick, where, or no, uh, envelope of glitter, where you send somebody you don't like an envelope filled with glitter, and they open it and it goes, oh, no, it's going to take me forever. But my demonic Roomba is going to have a hell of a time cleaning this one up. I can't make you happy, master. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't vacuum glitter. And then the Roomba kills itself. Um, but anyway, there's this, there was this new one, this new service that came out that was actually based off of, uh, I guess an, like an, an ex-girlfriend who was, uh, a little angry at her ex-boyfriend, um, and decided to ruin Game of Thrones for him. And she would just continually knew, knowing that he would watch it later on HBO Go or whatever, and couldn't watch it the night it was actually on, she would send him spoilers via text. So he would open his text up and just immediately get the spoiler for the next episode of Game of Thrones. People hate spoilers, you know? That's why we have the whole spoiler alert system. So apparently this uh, spoiler .i, uh, spoiled.io um, website actually decided to take a, a hint from this and created this website where you can actually sign somebody up, enter their phone number, and they will text Game of Thrones spoilers to the person on this list. And uh, one of the best parts of it is, aside from the fact that you're going to really piss some people off. Like I know that I, I would often watch game of Thrones on the Monday following like on HBO go. And I would ignore Reddit. I would not look on social media, anything. Cause I was afraid of spoilers. So it would really piss me off if all of a sudden I popped something. My friends would know better. My friends are friends and would say nothing, you know, to me about it and be like, I, make sure. I, I sent you misleading spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Like characters that didn't die. <laughs> yeah, be like, you're, you're like you, you actually sent me a spoiler for Game of Thrones once that was like, I can't believe Han Solo died at the end. And uh, I was like, I haven't seen fucking Star Wars yet either. God damn it. Um, so, <laughs> but Sorry about that spoiler for Star Wars, but if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> god damn it. Seriously, god damn it. I mean, Jared, have you seen it? Uh, I haven't, but I know that from... God damn it! <laughs> you know, the thing is, uh, I, I was uh, taking a nap earlier, because uh, it's... And you decided delightful. you'd watch it tonight on Cody, because there's a good copy I, on there. I was actually exactly thinking that. No, I, I was actually thinking I would watch it uh, before we actually podcast, but it actually didn't, I didn't have enough time to do that. But it's I had, a great I had July a, 4th movie. I had a little bit of a, like, a dream about like those kind of fun uh, yeah, Star Wars types of movies, so I decided, like, oh, tonight's going to be the fucking night that I goddamn watch it, so I'm going to watch it. Uh, uh, but I mean, I I kind of knew that spoiler from the get go because that one was one of those big ones anyway. But uh, I I don't even know if it's true. It could be people have been fucking with me ever since. Anyway, if you want to fuck with your friends, or actually, I mean, because that's what I, the way I would use Spoiled.io for some reason, it would just make me happy to be able to do this through an anonymous service because it texts them from this website. They don't know that it came from you. Uh, it just comes from an arbitrary number with a Game of Thrones spoiler. And the cool thing is, is on their website or on the Twitter feed, actually, they post any text responses you give back to them. They'll post back on this website. <laughs> so you have That's like awesome. all these. So it, it starts out with hashtag spoiled victim response. Um and a lot of them are just, fuck. And then some are just, hi, who is this? I haven't watched the latest episode. Thanks for spoiling it. Things like that. So you can actually see, like, how your friends uh, responded. I mean, you could kind of put it together as to, like, when they responded to it. Um, or I'm sure, I, I say friends because that's how I like to treat my friends is spoiling things for them. Uh, maybe enemies, probably. I guess you might actually want to use this. Um, so this is what the, the newest in the latest uh, of application services revenge as a service i'm coining that right now i don't think anybody has yet um r-a-a-s revenge as a service um is uh is spoiling game of thrones i imagine this is just gonna be the beginning because you know damn well people are going to be spoiling walking dead and all these other ones this is kind of probably just the i i bet you at, at by the by next year 
you're going to be able to go to this website or this service and type in which fucking thing you want to spoil for them and it'll spoil something else. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but I, I, this got me like digging a little bit into some other like interesting ways to uh, take revenge on people. And I found this one website that actually uh, has some interesting ideas on how to like pull these little pranks. These aren't revenge as a service. These are just general pranks that you would pull. Um, I like the thought of dressing up as Slenderman. And just going out and just randomly photobombing. and just photobombing. Like you'd have to be like like yards behind somebody, like in the bushes, and like like just standing there. So it, it like it not until I was gonna say that the film gets developed, like totally, yeah, like anybody does that anymore. But until they actually look at the film, that's like, a oh. that's a rather hard one to pull off. Y- yeah, you would you would have to be uh, strategized, I think. You could also maybe get in trouble. <laughs> like, there's a guy in the bushes with a sock <laughs> over his head. <laughs> you're just dressed or like Slender Man. Or pantyhose or whatever. So you're just dressed like Slender Man. You're just having a good time. Somebody happened to catch you in there. Uh, I mean, if you weren't doing anything wrong. I mean, granted, you were standing in the bushes, probably outside someone's house, but whatever. Um, I like uh, the second one on this list because I've never thought of this in a million years. The idea of freezing Mentos in ice cubes. Yeah. Now, first of all, can a Mentos be frozen in an ice cube or would it dissolve before the ice cube forms uh we have to find it out i guess try it out you can always wait until the ice cubes at that weird point where it's got like a little water in the middle but it's all crystal pretty much all around it and just like crunch it in and let it finish yeah i'd be curious to see if that works because the idea is you make a time bomb if the mentos is completely encased in ice and you put it in someone's like pepsi uh, it won't do anything until the ice melts enough for the Mentos to touch the Pepsi yeah. and then explode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a time bomb. It's so fucking cool. I actually really want want to see somebody. <laughs> I, I really want to see, see if, somebody have like it, the reactions of somebody else because they would have no idea what's going on. They would be yeah, sitting their there. Their cup they, would just pop in their hand. Yeah, because they had been drinking that for like five minutes, and then all yeah. of a sudden it would just shoot up like a fucking <laughs> like a volcano um, for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I like also the thought of getting a bar of soap and just painting it with clear nail polish so none of the soap actually ever comes off of it and yep. just and just like listen to the people get frustrated as they're trying to wash themselves and no soap is coming off their bar of soap. Um, let's see. A uh, couple of other ones here. Um, I mean, there's some mean ones like replace someone's chapstick with glue, which yeah. I get. You can take a glue stick and kind of shove it right in one. It, it would work, but it's just it's yeah. It's that dumb. one that would be a little bit more dangerous. Like you don't want anybody having to like have to cut their lips apart or go to the doctors to get those that shit dissolved. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, I like the thought of hiding a bunch of alarm clocks in someone's room and just setting them all up like to go off at three a.m. I mean, but hiding them really, really fucking nasty like. Uh, and then just setting them to, to go off and just listening to that person, especially if that person has something really like important and they're really stressful, like they're, they're stressed out all the time. You could just be like, well, here, here's something to be stressed out about. Um, I, I like glue eggs to bottom of carton. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> That's just mean because like yeah. that basically you just ruined food. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, you ruined food to get a little bit of a, oh, dang, out of it. Um but putting uh, putting soap in someone's toilet so when they flush it it foams that's yep. kind of interesting I like that like listen to like what somebody's uh, like reaction would be when they find that um, like then there's some gross ones and first they would take way too much time uh, to actually like implement and probably wouldn't be worth it like replacing the icing in the middle of Oreos with toothpaste like the amount of time it would take to break those apart meticulously oh but scrape you get the, you, you get to eat the middle. That's true. You get all the middle eating. So, like, you're just there eating, like, a bowl of middle. <laughs> and, and, and they're like, what, what are you eating? They're like, nothing. Definitely not the middle of your Oreos. They're like, okay, I guess I'll eat my Oreo, unassumingly. <laughs> oh, no, toothpaste. <laughs> um, uh, what was the other one that just passed by? Oh, yeah, tie all the scissors in someone's house together with uh, zip ties. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that'd be so fucking obnoxious. Oh, then you got to make sure you, you do something that actually requires scissors. So, like... Like, I mean, like, really, like, have an emergency that requires scissors and just see how, how fucking nuts they go. I want to actually go straight up psychological with some of these people and some of these pranks. But anyway, that's that's uh, that's a short list of some pranks. If anybody out there actually has any good ideas for pranks that we did not list on this, uh, go ahead and, and hashtag us. Um, uh, what do you want to what, – what is it? Uh, uh, revenge pranks. Uh, sure. Lo- lost pranks. Yeah, lost pranks. 
and uh, you know tag us and do all that kind of stuff on the Twitter. But, by the way, if someone wants an idea, number twenty-two here. Uh, make sure that you have a toilet that won't be used for about 24 hours. Oh, God. Get at least three <laughs> packs of powdered jello and mix it in the toilet water and walk away. <laughs> Just wash it because it becomes jello. It, and yep. <laughs> someone's going to poop on jello. You can't jello, but you <laughs> can poop on it. Someone's going to poop jello. Yeah, someone's <laughs> going to poop on the jello. And then it's just this turd just jiggling on the jello. Holy shit, that's going to be <laughs> fucking hilarious. No, no, there's no way. Like, that's like a good safe prank because there's no way nobody like you can't help but laugh at something like that. If you look down and your turd is just jiggling on some Jello, <laughs> how are you gonna like not? You're not gonna stay mad at that. But um, absolutely, yeah. Now that finishes up our show. We want to make sure that you know where to find us on social media. The same social media we talked about earlier. Uh, you could find myself and our show as a whole at the Lost at Home on Twitter. And you can find me, Jeremiah, at Sonic Jalopy on pretty much every all of the uh, random social outlets. I got that on Instagram, SoundCloud, where I'll put up some Sonic Jalopy tunes, working on some new stuff now, and of course, the Twitter. And you can go to lostownpodcast.com where you can find our website, which has all of our shows. It even has a fun little menu at the top, which breaks down our shows by just interviews and just skits. Uh, there's also a shop where you can go and buy t-shirts and other merchandise for the show to help support it. And there's a link at the top for the BAM box, which is our current subscription box uh, sponsor. And they're absolutely wonderful. Tons of movie replicas, autographed items, and one-of-a-kind things. It's not like those other boxes where you get like a t-shirt and a Funko and yeah. some other crap you could buy in the store. Like a corpse. This is stuff you can't buy anywhere. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, uh, tune in next week. We may have a special guest. We may have a third host in our studio. For, I'm not for gonna... the first time ever, I think we we may may have. We're we're really we're really aiming for it. One of our longtime listeners, good friends, might make a little appearance. We've shouted him out on this show plenty yep. of times. We're really going to aim for it. One of our longtime listeners has driven cross country just to meet us just in person to be here in the studio and watch what we do we really appreciate him for doing this it's the we only love reason he has no friends or family that will miss him no it's the only reason he is coming to vermont and we really appreciate that all the way from the great state of uh idaho and uh it's iowa actually but the you know fuck it, who cares um yeah one of those multi uh vowelistic shit states that isn't, <laughs> isn't Vermont. They, they've been downgraded they used to be flyovers <laughs> yeah, multi-vowel shit states yeah um but anyway yeah so uh we appreciate him coming just to see us and hang out with us and see us in the studio uh but if he thinks for a second he's gonna sit there and just watch what we do without chiming in uh well he's he's sadly mistaken so hopefully we get him to uh, chat with us a little bit and and let us know what he thinks about the show and all that kind of stuff. Um, so until then, I guess we'll just leave you with whatever beautiful song we've decided to go out on this week. Maybe something about robots. Sure, why not? I am not your robot. I am not a clone. Yeah, you and I'm a puppeteer, and I am not a drone. Yeah, got a new master, and I follow him alone. Hold a good life till I'm gone. Song. Hey, I was born less than human. I know it sounds crazy, but I was really born a robot as a baby. No real life in me. I just played my role. No self-control. I just did what I was told. I got my first order. I was just a day old. But I didn't have a chance because my heart was way cold. My heart took the orders. It couldn't break them all. Sold under bondage and I couldn't take control. So I was just chilling in my robot clothes with my robot friends and my robot flows. Living robot ways because that's all I know. Till I heard I could be free for my robot soul I'm like, why you always trying to control me? You were not my post, that's the old me Obviously, don't know my style I'm not a, I'm not a robot now I'm not a, I'm not a, I am not a robot I'm not a, I'm not a robot now The crazy thing is, I ain't no one's a robot So I ain't never hold that, the plans for me to roll out Thought I was unique, I thought 
thought that I was so hot But I was just lighting them up the drones I was so locked Brainwashed, I was listening to lies The freedom that I thought I had was really a mirage Made my own choices, but it was in disguise The only thing I really did was pick a different lie So I was still a drone, nothing but a clone I only knew the lies, cause it's all that I was shown But I've been remade, my heart is no longer stone When my ex wrote back, so could sing this song Now I've been remade, and I'm no longer hollow A real man can't change everything that I know He gave me truth, that's a hard bit to swallow Gave me new gummies and he freed me up to follow Why you always trying to control me? You are not my boss, that's the old me Obviously, don't know my style I'm not a, I'm not a robot now I'm not a, I'm not a, I am not a robot I'm not a, I'm not a robot now This is a new day, I'ma save now I ain't gotta do what you say And to my friends who are still on lockdown Still controlled by their passion, stop now Cause he can free everybody from the top down If you're freed up, say this with me right now I'm not a, I'm not a robot now I'm not a, I'm not a robot now I'm not a, I'm not a, I am not a robot I'm not a, I'm not a robot now Why you always trying to control me? You are not my boss, that's the O I'm not a, I'm not a robot now